Welcome to episode 2 of Smarter Than Your Boss. I'm Shakti Rao and joining me in the studios is my dear friend and co-host Manoj Radhakrishna. Hey Shakti. Hello Manoj. How are you doing after our first episode being out? <laughs> Absolutely happy. Very happy with the response. Like we had such a phenomenal response to our first episode. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the stats. We got listenership from almost 7 to 8 countries mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, and also a lot of kind words, very generous feedback. You've been very nice to us so thank you very much for all the love and you're welcome for all the information. <laughs> so we really appreciate that you coming back for our round 2 second episode. Thank you for joining us and in today's episode Shakti I have a very interesting topic. Okay. Uh, the topic is extremely relatable. Okay. Because uh, apparently two mice being sewn together is not relatable. <laughs> This is one topic that people just love. Mm-hmm. Any part of the world you go, you ask mm-hmm. them whether they love this, the answer is a unanimous yes. Ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not ice cream. It's actually okay. money. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, if I were to ask you, how would you define money in the most simplest form? Mm-hmm. What would your answer be? I would say money is a medium of exchange. Mhm. that I'd like to own more of. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I echo that thought. One of the most amusing definitions of money that I came across was that by a professor from Iowa State University. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. He called money a middleman. Middleman. Huh. Okay, <laughs> that that's fascinating. I've never heard of something like that before. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, he said money is essentially a facilitator of exchange of goods and services between people given we are not in the barter system of course i'm i'm <laughs> paraphrasing so that's why he called money a middleman and i mm. think that's exactly the purpose it serves right that's interesting yeah so mm. money acts as the medium mm-hmm. uh, as a middleman which yeah. facilitates yeah given that definition money can be anything mm. sugar spice everything nice <laughs> and salt shakti come on yeah salt <laughs> really <laughs> salt it's, it's a fact it's a fact so ancient romans used salt to pay their soldiers like ancient romans paid salt to to their soldiers to the soldiers okay yeah. and this monthly allowance was called salarium sal standing for salt oh okay okay so latin for salt okay and that is where the english word salary comes from Oh really? Mm-hmm. That's the history of the mm-hmm. word salary. So salarium found its way into the English language as oh, salary. Wow. A word that I immensely love. <laughs> And every month I look forward for <laughs> it arriving in my bank account consistently. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's mm-hmm. interesting about salary. But uh, during the period when the crypto was at its peak, we mm-hmm. heard a lot of different podcasts, different journals speaking about the history of money and the one word which was tossed all over the place was fiat mm-hmm. okay yes 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 <laughs> okay fiat is something which uh, we have heard enough and more about and i do right. have a fair understanding about what mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. so if 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 people were listening for the first time if you were to explain it in most simple words how would you de- describe fiat huh, huh. so fiat money is a currency that has value because it's declared by the government to be a legal tender its value is not backed by any physical commodity gold okay. or silver not backed by uh, so what do you mean by that it does not have any intrinsic value in itself it's just a legal tender by okay. the way mm. fiat the mm. word fiat in itself mm. means let it be done so who declares that let it be done the government oh so it's it's like the so government so it's a promissory note <laughs> 
really huh. so uh, so what is back then hard money so what is hard money <laughs> you confusing me hard money is any currency that is backed by a physical commodity like gold or silver and its value is derived from the intrinsic value of that commodity and not because it's declared by any kind of government okay so there is something equivalent which is backing that currency so shakti can you give me an example of hard money so silver coins gold coins in fact some people even argue that certain cryptocurrencies like bitcoin mm-hmm. possess characteristics of hard money how is that because they have limited supply and also because of the decentralized nature Oh okay okay that's interesting so that kind of mimics the hard money qualities in that sense ha huh, certain characteristics yes okay huh. okay that's cool so when we speak about money like there's a whole lot of topics mm-hmm. but generally when money finance investing all this comes together right i've seen peculiar behaviors especially <laughs> with few of my friends mm-hmm. so they go all in with right. maybe one particular investment strategy mm-hmm. and even though the markets are not doing well for a specific portfolio or a particular asset class right. they would still continue sticking on with that hmm. even In, though it's detrimental is that what yeah, you're yeah, saying yeah yeah it's just sometimes it's just not serving them well and they right. still stick on huh. okay and i i can't explain why that behavior endowment effect bias at play perhaps was that <laughs> endowment effect bias at play that's how, it's so some kind of bias Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh so before you explain huh. that, can you explain what's a bias? Sure. In simple uh, terms maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a bias is a way that we look at events or facts or people and it's based on our own prejudices or beliefs or experiences mm-hmm. and they're not reasonable or accurate. Okay, so we end up painting a picture about reality in our own ways which may be completely not close to the reality. <laughs> True. Right. True. Okay. So there are these biases in play when it comes to finance and money. There are biases at play all the time. <laughs> let's say. <laughs> okay. So so how many uh, such biases are in play for finance? I can't number them when it comes to finance per se, but cognitive biases at large are about what one seventy five, one eighty or more. Wow. So when you say cognitive biases, biases in general, in totality. Ha, 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 ha. Wow. Uh, give me give me maybe two more when it comes specific to money okay so i think we should start with endowment effect first okay sure yeah yeah, yeah. what is that so endowment effect bias is the tendency where people overvalue something simply because they own it oh that's what my friend was yeah <laughs> okay. yeah okay yeah, so yeah. so you hold something and you believe it's going to work out or something mm, like that mm. even though the reality and the markets are doing completely yeah. opposite to that <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a lot of <laughs> emotion associated yeah, please, with that. Yeah, please, let's right? not go there. <laughs> yeah. So, how much do you lose? Oh, sorry. Okay, we'll move on. <laughs> I, I, I really hope my parents aren't listening to this. <laughs> okay, so okay. Shakti, so uh, oh, oh. can can you give me an example of that? Your friend was a classic example. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, when so. an investor is holding on to a stock, for instance, and he feels an emotional attachment to it. Mm. and he's not willing to sell it despite it being detrimental to his portfolio at large right right that would be endowment effect bias cool. at play cool give me a second one um second one okay <laughs> uh leveling and sharpening 
What is that? Can you can you go a little slow? <laughs> <laughs> Leveling and sharpening bias. Okay, sounds like a carpentry jargon. You know, I I, I must be in <laughs> some workshop. Leveling and sharpening. Good one. Good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So leveling and sharpening is basically when we distort, exaggerate, or simplify information when we recall it or retell it. Hmm. That's uh, that's interesting. So, can you give me an example of this one? Sure. Uh, so let's say investors. who oversimplified the 2008 crash hmm the to, the 2008 uh, uh, the recession crash mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. yeah okay so let's say if they oversimplify what happened there then they might fail to understand the complex interactions between different financial markets and investment products mm-hmm. this will then lead them to make poor investments during say god forbid the next downturn Okay so they kind of uh, mimic the same behavior what they must have witnessed previously and because they have oversimplified the whole thing Yeah, because they oversimplified it, they've distorted it. Okay, okay, and and they take that as a blueprint for the f- next hmm. one also. Hmm. Okay, hmm. interesting. Yeah, yeah. So that's leveling and sharpening for you. Le- okay, that's that's a word I'll remember. <laughs> okay, and uh, yeah, one last one maybe. What else you have when it comes to money? That's a bias. <laughs> when it comes to money as a bias. Uh, okay, my favorite Dunning Kruger. I think I've heard this someplace. Yeah. Okay. What is it about? <laughs> so Dunning Kruger is when people who are less skilled. By the way, how did that name come into play? Dunning and Kruger. Okay, they're like two scientists. Yeah, we can equate it to Bill Finger and Bob Kane. Okay, I have no idea, but then <laughs> please proceed. <laughs> Creators of Batman, yo. Oh, really? Okay. Batman, Batman. Batman. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Caped Crusader. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Please so, proceed. Okay, okay. <laughs> so Dunning Kruger is when people who are less skilled or less knowledgeable in a particular area. they tend to overestimate their abilities mm-hmm. mind you not to be mistaken uh, with the overconfidence of uh, unintelligent people <laughs> okay no really? no no i i mean it i mean it so dunning kruger is not the same as overconfidence that unintelligent people bring to the table oh okay okay i it understand it is it is someone who's less skilled or less knowledgeable in a particular area who overestimates their abilities okay so you're talking about somebody who may not be an expert in a particular field but believes or overestimates their own ability yeah me <laughs> <laughs> but oh it, but isn't that opposite of imposter syndrome ooh ooh okay <laughs> yeah good one but i don't think it would qualify as an exact opposite of imposter syndrome they are related in terms of both talk about our ability to accurately judge our abilities That's a lot of ability. <laughs> <laughs> oh, moving on, you confused our audience. <laughs> okay, uh, wow. Sometimes I, we receive these interesting emails. This uh, Nigerian prince who's got a <laughs> who's got a lot of money, and he finally figures out who is the right candidate, and then he's the <laughs> yes, and he he sends you this personal email telling that you know okay. what I have found it. I've discovered mm-hmm. that this is you. You are the person I need to send you the money. Okay. And imagine, let's. This is hypothetical. Uh, let's say he sends this money to me. Okay. <laughs> okay. I. 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 I'm. Will shocked. you share? Sharing is caring. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you are. Okay. So. <laughs> Whoa. So. Whoa. Okay. Coming okay. back. So I've got this money in my account. Okay. And uh, if you were to explain these biases to 
play out right now how would you explain that you, you want me to explain the biases that we spoke about the yes. three biases that yes. we spoke about based on you receiving a large lump sum <laughs> from your nigerian prince uncle <laughs> okay yes. so uh, okay let's let's uh, do this <laughs> so okay the first thing you do when you receive this lump sum is what read stuff online watch youtube videos yeah. to equip yourself with more knowledge yeah, on I, 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 I how just, to invest it yeah, right? yeah i've kind of you know read up some stuff online and did, did my bit of due diligence mm. on the youtube mm. world <laughs> instagram instagram and whatsapp <laughs> i'm just discounted it for this one because we are smarter than your boss or you know like <laughs> so yeah okay so let's say if we were to speak about leveling and sharpening bias your favorite carpentry bias yeah <laughs> so we're coining a new word already there <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah so coming to leveling and sharpening bias what will happen is given the sheer volume of information mm. it'll overwhelm you and you will then rely on only certain pieces of information mm. that you can say possibly understand and retain easily Okay, so I will do a, a very broad simplification hmm, hmm. Of, of things. Yeah, so okay. what you'll do is you'll simplify complex information and you'll exaggerate simple information. Hmm. So this will then lead to an inaccurate view of the market. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if I were to invest in stocks, let's say, hmm. then I would do a grand generalization of that based on all the complex information out there. I'll try to simplify it. Yeah, that will only lead to you having an inaccurate view. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's interesting. What about the second one? Okay, so let's say Dunning-Kruger bias now. Yeah, yeah. What will happen is because of your limited knowledge and experience, you, you don't have will... to keep saying that limited knowledge, <laughs> limited knowledge. Okay, I did my due diligence. I'm telling you. <laughs> because of your and high... I got the money. <laughs> Ooh, okay, I know, I know. Sharing is caring. Yeah. You're my best friend. So. <laughs> So yeah okay let's say due to your hypothetical limited knowledge <laughs> and experience <laughs> what you'll now do is you'll overestimate your abilities as an investor mm -hmm. so you'll believe that you can accurately predict market trends and outperform professional investors mm. uh, got it got it interesting okay mm -hmm. and uh, yeah if we were to add the third one third one would be the first one we discussed <laughs> your friends endowment effect bias <laughs> there uh, let's say you've invested in a particular stock mm. and you believe that it'll do well like bitcoin okay no yeah <laughs> do you want me to continue recording no, no but i do believe in bitcoin <laughs> to be honest like i really believe in bitcoin yeah. we all do yeah hail crypto hail crypto bros yeah don't don't come at us on twitter or do we need engagement <laughs> coming back to endowment effect bias so if you invest significant amount of money in one stock mm. you'll start believing it'll do well mm. and even if you see signs that the stock is not performing well you'll refuse to sell it because now you feel a sense of ownership and attachment to it so you're hesitant to sell it even if you experience loss wow so i'll be stuck with it even though i the, the market conditions are really opposite to it hmm, hmm. wow that's that's crazy yeah huh? <laughs> my hmm. nigerian prince uncle <laughs> he'll be really upset if the money is lost there so <laughs> Okay, so mm -hmm. uh, Shakti, mm -hmm. now that I'm aware of these biases, mm. don't you think I'm better equipped, or I can eliminate them? Eliminate, as far as my understanding goes, perhaps not. Okay. Well, Because biases are like playing a game of whack-a-mole, really. What's that? Whack-a-mole. <laughs> <laughs> really, what's that? Okay, so whack-a-mole is Mogura Tataki. <laughs> no, what is that? <laughs> I have no clue. Is it that even in English language? What is that? No, no, no. Uh, Mogura Tataki is Japanese 
and it literally translates to mole smash. Okay. And it's a Japanese arcade game, which of course now is popular across the globe, where there's a playing area with some holes and some moles and a mallet to smash them with. Oh, you you got to keep smashing these yeah, <laughs> moles yeah, 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 and it keeps popping yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, okay, yeah. okay. So, so what you're telling is biases are like <laughs> moles that each time I try eliminating one, something mm-hmm. else pops up or something else is on play. Yeah, I would say you can't really eliminate them in their entirety. At best, you can educate yourself and use them in a sane manner to perhaps reduce them in your daily life. And this in turn can help you make better decisions. Okay, so it kind of equips you to reduce the impact maybe of your poor decisions. <laughs> yeah, it, let's just say they facilitate you in making better decisions. Speak positive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that was great. So Shakti, what do you think is the future of money? As someone who thrives on sci-fi, I would say credits is the way. Interesting. So I feel this was an interesting conversation today. How was it for you, Shakti? Fun. It was fun. It was fun. Okay. I think with that, can we conclude this episode of Smarter Than Your Boss? Is there anything more you'd like to know? (laughs) Yes, guys, you must definitely check out our kick-ass, awesome newsletter. At this point, we have a waiting list. So you need to go there, apply, because you will be receiving this amazing... Go there, where? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you need... okay. Go visit our website and our website is smarterthanyourbosspod.com That's smarter than your boss pod, pod short for podcast <laughs> And uh, what are our Twitter and Insta handles? Instagram is smarter than your boss and Twitter is styb pod That's smarter than your boss pod so styb pod So guys uh, show some love come give us a follow and then let's really take it to the next level <laughs> Thank you for listening. Take care and stay smarter than your boss.